Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Hi again, this is Lauren and Kara. We're Parenting by the Pint. Two suburban Chicago moms. We've got five kids between us, and we're going to be talking about beer and parenting. Yep, and I just want to thank Common Weather for playing our intro. And I want to share with you this idea for this episode. Um, A few weeks back, we were talking about kid names, and I mentioned that my husband had this idea to name our children Paps, one of our children Paps, and it was based on this idea that we were going to only name our children after beers. Makes sense. And I wanted Rogue, which was my Uh, quote-unquote first craft beer, and he had suggested Paps. And during that conversation with you, I was just like... We should do Paps. We should do Paps. We should drink Paps hard coffee, which is a relatively recent phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And then we both were kind of like, well, what do we talk about while we're drinking PBR and hard coffee? And I I mean, it's coffee. So I don't recall which one of us said it first, but we were just like, well, naturally breakfast food. Because why not? I mean, yeah. So today (laughs) in our mini episode, we're going to talk about Paps. Lauren's going to share some facts about the brewery. And then we're going to drink some PBR, hard coffee, and talk about breakfast. Yep. Sounds like a plan. Bring it on, Lauren. All right. So Paps. A lot of people know Paps, PBR, um, Paps Blue Ribbon, which actually is called Paps Blue Ribbon because of two awards that they've gotten back in like the 1800s early 1900s but um it's named after gottlieb and frederica pabst um it was originally actually called best brewing company i believe when it started in like the 1840s and changed its name um later on when they took over the company um But yeah, so it won America's Best in 1893, actually at the World Columbian Expedition in Chicago, even though it was based out of Milwaukee until, I think, 96. Paps isn't as popular anymore. It's kind of a cult classic amongst a lot of people. It peaked production in like the late 70s at like 18 million barrels, something like that. Wow, okay. Um, And then it kind of dwindled and has actually left Milwaukee as a headquarters, and they're out in L.A. now. But they still have, they just opened a couple years ago back up the Paps production in Milwaukee. It's supposed to be a pretty cool tour. Oh, yeah? Um, Okay. Yeah. Because when you said that they had moved to L.A., Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, wow, that's so weird. I thought they were still in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their headquarters mentioned. moved to LA, but they shut down production in Milwaukee for a long time, huh. and they've recently opened up again. Like I said, in their old building, I think that's um, so cool. on Juno Avenue in Milwaukee. That's that's just my guess. I think that's where it is. But but so, a cool tour. Maybe something we'll have yeah, to check out someday. We definitely when should we take the show on the road. Woo-hoo. All right, we're gonna try PBR. I have no idea when the last time I had. A PBR was. Oh, man. I I cannot say the same thing. I mean, this is my husband's, like, go-to kind of oh, really? just, like, drink a beer after you mow the lawn type beer. <laughs> and, like, he just, like, just, like, loves this beer. So, really? I mean, it, it, you know, as you said, like a cult classic, though. Yes, yes. Uh, he's definitely an appreciator of fine beer. But this just this always exists in my house. When I told him I needed a can for tonight, mm-hmm. he bought a thirty pack. Oh jeez! <laughs> I was like, "You're like, I need one." Oh, that's 
that's cool. You bought a lot of it. And he was just like, well, of course I did. Jeez. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Right. So let's give it a go, eh? Yeah, it's been a it while. It smells like baseball games. It totally does. This <laughs> is just like a classic American lager. Like, there's nothing else. Yeah. So Lauren and I went to a, a Beer 101 class yesterday, actually. Um, so you guys can tell how, how far in advance we record episodes because we posted about the Beer 101 class while we were there. <laughs> now, I'm not, I have no idea when this episode's going to turn out, probably in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that they mentioned was to smell your beer first and then to look at the beer and judge its appearance. And like I said, it just... It smells like what you would drink at the baseball game, doesn't it? Yeah. No, this is total summer Cubs, White Sox, Brewers, whatever, you know. Sure, whatever makes you happy. happy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this is just literally a class. I need like peanuts or something. I should have peanuts. Oh, yeah. Right? But this is, yeah, it smells like baseball. Yeah. (laughs) We should have talked about baseball maybe. Well, I don't have a lot to say about baseball, so (laughs) probably not that subject. But, uh, you know, I mean, it tastes like I remember it. It's No, it tastes clean. exactly like I remember it. <laughs> clean and crisp. Um, it's consistent. I'll give it that. Not stinky. I'm glad that it's in a can. We talked about that at Beer 101, mm-hmm. too, how cans really preserve beer the best, which... No light, no air. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get exposed to light, which is great, and there's no oxidation, which is great, mm-hmm. and extends the shelf life a bit, which is good. Um, Though I think your husband will get through that 30-pack just fine. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine that that 30-pack will get knocked out, and, you know, without it going bad. I'm sure. I'm sure. I would guess there's a very good chance he's drinking one right, right now. now. Yeah, I would guess so. More than one was in the fridge when uh, I took well, my Well, when he's prepping. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, this is just a classic lager. Like, that's really it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we drank that Heineken um Mm -hmm. the american and the dutch but and you know this is just it's very mild you know there's a great aroma but it's a very mild flavor you know not a lot of body but it has some flavor compared to like uh coors light or like something like there's taste to it so if you're going to drink like a classic american like not craft beer, right. highly distributed. You know, this has more flavor than some of the other options, in my opinion. You know, everybody has their favorites. Yes. I mean, from a totally partial stand- point of view, mm-hmm. I like PBR a lot more than some of those other mm-hmm. ones that you mentioned. Um, and it would be my choice at a baseball game, <laughs> should it be available. Fair. Uh, so, yeah, why don't we talk a little bit about breakfast? <laughs> and then we'll move on to our hard coffee. And then we'll drink like our coffee, it. finish our meal with some coffee, mm-hmm. you know, very yeah. classic. Um, <laughs> so when we decided we were going to talk about breakfast, I was like, well, we got to talk about breakfast foods, you know, what we <laughs> like and what we don't like. And I'm an extremely picky eater. True. And one thing I will say about breakfast that really I'm really hung up on is I don't like for my food to touch mm, other okay. food, even if I will willingly eat all of the things on the plate. You still don't want them to touch. I you need like mix a separated plate. The little dividers, yes. you know, every once in a while you see somebody post on Facebook with like, oh, you should get this for your little boy because he's so picky. And, and you're like, I'm for just me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need to bring those to restaurants. Like, can you just... Can you just put this on my plate before you put the food on and just like, (laughs) so that it doesn't... (laughs) Nothing touching, nothing touching. As a result, I tend to get a lot of like 
pancakes with a side of bacon mm. because then all They're there is on the plate plates. <laughs> is pancakes and a side of bacon on the side. And mm. even when I do order something more complex, I tend to get like three plates of food <laughs> all split up. I used to order skillets a lot, mm-hmm. um, which are kind of a picky eater's nightmare. Yeah, right? that would You're that like, surprises what? me because everything is touching in a skillet. Yeah. That's the purpose. So here's how I do skillets. Okay. <laughs> and then please share what you like about breakfast food. But so when I order a skillet, I get, you know, it's potatoes mm-hmm. and cheese, and then everything else is extra vegetables, meat. Sure. And then they usually put eggs on top. Yes. And then you get, like, toast or pancakes mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. with it. So when I order a skillet, it's potatoes, cheese, at least one kind of meat, usually ham. Mm-hmm. And then I get my eggs over easy on, on the, the side. side. <laughs> and then I get toast. It doesn't matter where the toast is. I can live with it on a plate that is already <laughs> mentioned. But it can be on its... They always bring it on their own its own plate. I don't know. If I know. They, I don't know why. They always bring toast on its own plate, yep. which is... It makes sense because everybody gets toast with their meals. Like, sure. Okay. And then I take the toast and I dip it in the eggs. That's surprising um, as well from you. <laughs> it's... You know... I feel like it's just because I'm obligated to eat the eggs because they brought them. I don't actually like eggs. And every time I get eggs, I just dump a bunch of salt and pepper on them. So you're tasting the... And it's the f- just like yeah. liquid salt. I'm just like scraping it on the toast and then I eat the toast. And then, and I have to eat that first okay. because if the eggs get cold... Then you won't eat them at all. Horrible. It's just horrifying to me. So, So that's... That's how I feel about breakfast food, Lauren. How do you feel? <laughs> well, I am like the least picky eater on the planet. <laughs> I will eat almost anything. I mean, like I can't even think right now of things I won't eat. Like I eat anything from anchovies to oysters to fruits, vegetables, whatever, mm. meats. Like I eat anything. So I'm not picky. Skillets are usually my my choice. Um and breakfast food's actually probably one of like as a family our favorite meals. Like our kids literally go through like a dozen eggs if i'm feeding all three of them like together it's insane and pancakes and bacon and like you know as we've gotten older and kind of i saw a meme the other day like i'm not your clubbing friend i'm your i'm your brunch friend like that's totally Mm -hmm. me like Mm -hmm. me and my friends are much more likely to get together for breakfast or brunch than we are to like be out at midnight and go to the bar like or somebody's basement but breakfast is totally like Two of my best friends, we are way more likely to see each other for breakfast than any other meal of the day. So, right. That's good, um, though. I like getting together for breakfast because yeah. it's like a quick meal mm-hmm. for the most part. You can bring the kids. Kids are always welcome at a bre- breakfast place. Like, yeah. You never feel like, oh, this restaurant's too fancy. Oh, I'm at a bar. I shouldn't like, bring my kids yeah, here. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> where you might take some heat or something or yeah. get some looks. But Well, and I... Um, I don't work Fridays, which is incredibly nice. I work four days a week. Um, my one best friend is a stay-at-home mom. She does work. She works more part-time, but it's more flexible. And then the other one of the three that go to breakfast is a firefighter. So sure, her schedule is rotating. So Friday mornings, typically when the kids are at school, are our breakfast time. Nice. So we sit and get like a pot of coffee oh, <laughs> and man. breakfast. That sounds and, great. And that's what we do. And it's like one of my favorite 
Fridays of the month is when we can get together for breakfast and coffee. It's great. That's good. I actually have a friend now that we get together on Saturday mornings mm. for, for breakfast. Nice. Uh, my husband works on Saturdays, but not until noon. Mm. And he always works the same shift on Saturdays. Oh, nice. So he's always around first thing in the morning. Gotcha. So her and I get together at like 8 or 9 a.m., at a, the local breakfast place. She lives in the same town as me. So Perfect. we're yeah. five minutes away. We meet there. We sit. We chat for an hour. Yeah. We eat some breakfast. And it's great. It's perfect. Yeah. No, so. I like that. <laughs> so speaking of breakfast and a pot of coffee, which mm. I got to be honest with you, I could drink a whole pot of coffee at this point. Because coffee might... I'm going to get the axe for this. Coffee might actually be my favorite... Um, beverage Ooh, you might like it more than beer i mean it's pretty close i pretty much survive on coffee and beer so they're they're close in my book though throughout a day i drink far more coffee than i drink well, beer yeah unfortunately so, volume wise <laughs> i love the smell of this i know it smells like a starbucks frappuccino it does it's not beer like i don't even know what it's not beer and <laughs> Which makes it kind of a departure for us, but, yeah, um, but but that's totally going to happen. It's going to happen again very soon. We're going to drink something that's not beer. Yeah. Um, but it's so it's, tasty. Again, smells great. Looks like the bottles of Starbucks Frappuccino that you buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just... Huh. This one's interesting. So they're... It looks like they're brewed out of two completely different facilities. Mm-hmm. One's out of Milwaukee and one's out of Nina, Wisconsin. Oh, so huh. yeah, that's that's interesting. Interesting, right? So the Pabst Hard Coffee is in out of Nina. This one was harder to find for a while. They weren't distributing it to Illinois when it first came out. Right. So people were like, "Oh my gosh, how do I get it? How do I trade you for it?" Um, and now we can get it, and it's kind of fantastic. So I'm I'm a big fan of this one. You know, I like it. It's a little bit of an odd bird. It's and and I like weird. We've talked about that yeah. before. I like weird stuff to drink, and um, I like it. I can't drink a lot of it. No, that it's is, really sweet. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Like splitting a can with you is totally fine with me and totally like the right amount of this mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. So sometimes what me and my husband do, well, I do and he participates, is I make adult milkshakes out of varieties of beer or hard liquors. Yeah. And I feel like this one would be yeah. the perfect. You could totally put a couple scoops of like vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. in this. Right. And make it Maybe into a Maybe a little like Hershey's chocolate syrup. It'd be like a frappuccino. And like you it could would make literally be yeah. like an alcoholic that, frappuccino. That right? would be awesome. All right. I have ideas now. We're going to call that the parenting by the pint. That's our drink now. Oh, I, now we have... No. Oh, we've invented we a drink. drink. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to continue drinking our hard coffee into the, the evening here. Uh, I wonder if it actually has any caffeine in it. Don't, don't really Ugh. know. <laughs> what a dream that would be. Right. And, uh, yeah, so... Thanks for joining Ooh. us, everybody. And we're parenting by the pint and make sure that you like us on facebook and follow us on instagram and don't forget to rate review and subscribe so you can keep listening yep thanks a lot